0: Welcome to the Wake Up With Gratitude podcast. I'm your host, Julie Boye, and I'm so excited to share with you some incredible interviews with wonderful entrepreneurs, business owners, and amazing people in my life that are practicing gratitude, self-love, and living with kindness. I also sprinkle in a few solo episodes, and occasionally you'll see family members join in for the fun as well. Hey everyone, so excited that you've joined me for this episode of the podcast. Today I dive in solo because I had a lot on my mind and I wanted to share it with you. So I'm excited and a little bit nervous for you to listen in on this one because I get pretty raw and vulnerable. So I hope you'll stick around till the end. I do have some exciting news to share though before we get into the episode. So last week I realized that I was almost out of one of my original sets of gratitude cards, the ones that I had written words of gratitude in. And I thought, well yeah, it's like time to, you know, get a get a new set together and then my supplier had a promotion on and I was like, "Oh my gosh, I have to order today. It's like a one-day sale, you know, right just so I could order a ton of them and have lots of inventory on hand and so I designed a brand new set of cards and what I've done with this set so my sets are 30 cards and um, there are six different designs so six different images that I've taken here on Vancouver Island actually in this new set almost all of the photos were taken at my local beach which I love so much and uh, originally my sets were one had words of gratitude inside and the other set were blank so What I've done for you in this set is three of the designs have words of gratitude inside and three of the designs are blank inside. So if you want a little bit of each, you can get that in this new set. So I encourage you to head over to wakeupwithgratitude.com to check out this newest offering in the store. The other set with that are all blank inside with different images that One is still available and the one, the original set with the words inside all six cards at this point is only available as a sample set of six. I think I have maybe four of those left and then once they're gone, they're gone for good. So if you want to get your hands on those, I suggest you place your order ASAP. I do ship across Canada. I do local uh, delivery uh, drop-off at no charge and I also do international shipping. So let's get into this episode of the podcast. Hello, friends. Welcome to the Wake Up With Gratitude podcast. I'm your host, Julie Boyer, and today I am doing a solo episode to check in with everyone on how you are feeling these days. It is early September 2020, and for many of us, Uh, Our kids have gone back to school or we are back to homeschooling or maybe unschooling or maybe we're still trying to figure out what to do with our kids right now. And our jobs that were remote are now back in the office. There has never really been a September filled with so much change and uncertainty as there is right now. And what's really been on my mind and something that I've really personally been struggling with is my mental well being. We're in our, I guess we're going into our seventh month of being in a global pandemic. There's no real sign of it ending soon. And I remember doing I remember doing podcasts and videos sort of in March and thinking, you know, saying like, We're going to be in this for like 18 to 24 months before things kind of get back to the way they were, which we know now they're not ever going to go back to the way they were. But I remember that 18 months didn't seem like a really long time to be living through a pandemic. And now that we're still in it and we're probably still closer to the beginning rather than to the end of things getting better I think that the mental health crisis is really, really something that has to be addressed with all of us. And our focus on mental well-being, um, as well as supporting our immune health and staying as healthy as possible, has to be addressed. And the two are so connected because the more stress we have in our lives, the more likely we are to fall ill with anything, okay? Not necessarily... COVID 19, but getting sick when we have high stress levels is what we were dealing with long before the pandemic. So, where are we right now? Well, I, for the past several months, my family and I have been going through a lot of personal challenges. And it's been difficult to talk about it because I'm still kind of mixed up in some legal proceedings, which means that until there's a resolution from a legal perspective, there isn't really that much that I can say. I can talk about how the stress level that I've experienced is unlike anything I've ever experienced before. And it's affected me in a lot of ways that I didn't really expect or anticipate. So I've been through times of stress before. If you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you've probably heard some of my story. Um, I have a beautiful daughter who's just about to turn 10 and I had two pregnancies after her, both ended in miscarriage. The second one nearly cost me my life. I spent a week in a medically induced coma and then had to heal from the effects of being you know, mostly asleep for a week and very, very ill with a life-threatening bacterial infection. Uh, my family and I have been through you know, positive stressors, right? We moved across the country three years ago. We packed up our life uh, in Ontario, the, in the east of Canada, and moved all the way to the west coast. We uh, went through some major challenges when we first moved. Uh, Our daughter ended up dealing with tremendous amount of mental stress, anxiety, panic attacks, really just this terrible fear of, of death and of dying and just due to separation anxiety. And we had to pull her from school. And that's why we started homeschooling. And you know, we got through that and we moved to Vancouver Island and discovered so many beautiful things here and just, you know, so many things that we love. And, you know, now we've been embroiled in a very difficult and lengthy legal battle that has stressed us out. And now this part of my life and this challenge I'm going through is happening during a global pandemic. And one of the things that I find super hard is. The lack of the ability to meet up with people in person. Um, I was used to meeting up with two amazing groups every month. So I would uh, take a ferry to the mainland. I haven't been on a ferry since February. I live on an island. For those that are maybe new to the podcast, I live on Vancouver Island, which is off the coast of Vancouver, Canada. So it's a two-hour, approximately two-hour ferry ride to get to the mainland. So I would go once a month. I would meet with my group from Mompreneurs, which is now even transition to revolution her. So that's even changed in my life. And then also once a month, I would meet with my group locally here in Nanaimo, the Nanaimo Women in Business Network. And those two things, you know, were large group meetings where I had lots of friends that I would meet with. We would hug, get together, fill each other's cup, learn from great speakers and just have an amazing time. I also had moms that I would meet with locally. We had mom groups and play dates. And I know I'm not the only person who feels the lack of like structured programming from our kids, like not having any structured programming for, you know, seven months now with our children. I'm missing out on that time, even just sitting, watching my daughter do gymnastics and chatting with other moms. I mean, one of our really good friends, we met sitting, watching our daughters do gymnastics together. And that's not there anymore. So the support and even just having friends to like bounce ideas off and just get a little bit of a stress out, it's just not the same as it used to be. And I know a lot of you might be feeling the same as me. And we all have different sort of levels of comfort of how much time we're spending with our different friends or how much traveling we're doing or not. And that's okay. But I think overall, we're just having fewer in-person social connections than we ever did before. And the toll mentally has been, I think, traumatic for some of us, that just lack of connection. And I think one of the things too that I've noticed is because so many of us are going through really difficult times right now, sometimes I don't want to talk to others because I know that they're going through a tough time too, and I don't want to dump my stuff on them. My friends that are listening to this are going to say, of course, you can talk to us. Of course, we are here for you. And I know that they are, but sometimes I just, I don't want to talk about it anymore. I just want, I kind of just want it to go away. And as we all know, like our problems and challenges don't just fly away in the wind as much as we'd like them to. So I've been really struggling with my mental well-being and I've been focusing on how do I get back to a place where I feel like my mental health is on the upswing rather than on the downswing. And for sure, reaching out to friends and having conversations is one of the things that is very important. I, uh, I'm, I was reaching out to some of my local friends and we're like trying to find a way to get together. So that's a really big start, you know, maybe just one-on-one in a very small group. So that's a good idea. Um, I also really rely on my gratitude practices. And one of the things that um, that has happened even in the past week for us is we're experiencing smoke from the forest fires from um, the West coast of the United States. So we thankfully, and I do have this tremendous amount of gratitude for not being in the forest fires. So my heart is full of just, you know, pain and love for those that are going through the actual fires. That is, this is far worse. And see, this is where, right? The empathy part comes in they're going through such a worse situation than i am so i can't be frustrated or upset about my current situation but that's not how it works like empathy is not a limited resource so i can be also at the same time as feeling empathetic for those that are living in the forest fire situations i can also feel frustrated that the strategies that i use for my own mental well-being that i going to the beach watching the sunrise going for walks in nature all of these things that I do on a daily basis right now are inaccessible because we are temporarily under smoke from forest fires. And so I've been digging even deeper and deeper and deeper and finding the places where can I find gratitude? Where can I help my mental well-being go on the upswing? Where can I take some of the pressure off my husband and partner to be you know, the one person that is my sounding board, but also the person that, you know, I get frustrated with and also the person that I want to love me unconditionally all in the same breath. It's a lot for him. So what have I, what have I been doing? Well, I really am genuinely looking for the moments to find gratitude in the day. I know it sounds super simple and super maybe silly, or maybe trite sometimes, but the gratitude for the littlest of things, I find the more that we do that, the more we are able to shift the way that we feel. Right now, many of us feel stuck. We feel trapped, our emotions are trapped. Um, We might be angry or frustrated or sad or depressed, or just feel like it's just all not worth it. And feeling our emotions and allowing ourselves to feel the emotions throughout our body and let them go through us is so important. It's when we are stuck and trapped, and our emotions aren't moving towards us. That things take a turn for the worst. And I like to, I like to watch Netflix. I find that that can help me sometimes. Depends on the show. This is a word of caution. If you're watching Netflix for your mental well-being, please choose um, shows that are going to help you. So there is a brand new show on Netflix and it's all about home, home organization. And I am absolutely, totally in love with it. Um, it is called, I'm so looking it up as we speak because I can't remember the name of it. Um, the Home Edit, Getting Organized with the Home Edit. Oh my gosh, it is the perfect time to watch this show. Why? Why? First of all, it does always feel good when things are nice and neat and organized, but it's visually beautiful and it's feel good stories and it's people helping others and it's optimism and and empathy and caring. So that's something I do to help shift my mood. Another thing that I do, um, and some of you may or may not understand this, but sometimes I will watch a cheesy romantic comedy Knowing that it might actually make me cry, so that sounds very strange, but I have difficulty just crying. So it's this sounds so weird for those that know me. So I'll cry at like a commercial, right? I'll get the feeling of the the commercial and I'll start crying. But I even cried when I was playing. I even cried when I was playing um, our the video game that we play. They had a new a new story content piece. And I I found myself crying actually at a few moments during that, because the whole concept behind this story um, has to do with actual mental health and well-being. It takes place in this psycho's mind. And there was this section where um, the, the the sane part of this person's mind was just saying how they were just stuck and they were stuck and they just felt so bad and they were stuck and they were stuck. And you had to your task was to really help them snap out of it and remember that, you know, even though sometimes we feel stuck, we have to move forward and sometimes it's hard, but we know that, you know, we got to move through the emotions. And I remember listening to this and I was like, I started crying because I'm like, that's kind of how I feel in my life sometimes. So, uh, so I do cry easily, but I don't necessarily cry about my own situations. And something I will do is watch a movie That will make me cry, and will I'll be crying about the movie, but I'll actually be releasing my own trapped emotions, my own emotions that have been sitting close to the surface, and I will release them by watching something. So that's another thing that we can do. And I was watching, um, see, like I don't know, why would you watch this? It's called The Lost Husband. It's you know about a woman who's a widower. Like of course it's going to make me sad. And her husband's name was Danny, and my husband's name is Dan. So of course it's going to make me sad. But I really, um, there's some really good dialogue in this movie. And I even wrote some of it down because it really struck me. And one of the things that one of the main characters says, and I want you to just pause right now. And I really want you to take in these words. We are made of magic and resilience. I'm going to say it again. We are made of magic and resilience. I believe with my whole heart that regardless of the outside situation, regardless of being in a global pandemic and a recession and a division, a political division and whatever it may be, regardless of the outside situation, we can create magic for ourselves. We can create and manifest whatever we choose to. And we, as a species, as a human race, as individuals, have the resilience to get through even these most difficult times. We will look back, maybe in four or five years, and realize the kind of resilience that was built during this pandemic. We will look back and we will see our lives in one of two ways. We will see our lives as we created magic and miracles, or we went in the other direction. And I am here to help you to focus on mental well-being and going in the upward direction, as opposed to going further down. I know what it feels like to feel like you're at the end of your rope and you've asked for a ladder, but the ladder's too short and you feel like there's no way out. I have been there. I had, it's really interesting. I've been waiting to record this for you guys. Uh, I wasn't ready yet. I have to, you know, I have to be in a headspace to be able to share what's going on and also to, you know, help you to feel positive and uplifted when you're finished with this. But I also know that it's so important for me to be real and raw and honest right now because that's what we need. So I met with my my counselor today, you know, we had a, a Zoom session and I was feeling like super stuck and just really negative and a lot of things going wrong. And she, you know, took me through a really amazing guided meditation, which really helped me. It was very specific to my own case and what I'm going through, but it I realize now it's hours later that I needed that so much. I needed that that mental well-being care um, in order to start really moving forward and focusing again on what am I manifesting? What am I working on? If you have access to speaking to a professional, I highly recommend it. There are a number of different programs now I know around the globe. Some are free, some are low cost, some are covered by insurance programs. I know that the mental health resources have increased. So even if you're not, here's what I would say: I would say invest in your mental well-being before you feel like you are at the end of your rope at the bottom of a well and the ladder's too short. Right? Like the old, we've heard this so many times. It's like if you don't put your oxygen mask on first, you cannot help anybody else. And I was fighting that. I've been fighting that for probably a couple of weeks, like not putting on my own oxygen mask. Add in the smoke from the forest fires and not going to the beach and all of these things that I normally do, which helps put my oxygen mask on first. I really felt like, you know, I was at I was the rope, you know, end of the rope, well, ladder. So uh speaking to a professional in this case was so critical for me to be able to start to do things. And what did I do after the call? I actually, um, you know, had some food and spent some time with my daughter. And then I took my daughter and our dog to the beach and I wore a mask, an N95 mask to help uh, filter the smoke. Um, As someone with asthma, it's very difficult for me to be outside right now, but you could kind of see the sun forcing its way through the, the haze of the smoke and all of us needed some time outside, the dog included. So I did it. And it the combination of those two things really helped nourish me. So right now, I'm really encouraging you to find the ways that you can nourish yourself, whether you're inside or out. Find the ways that like we need a toolbox like more than ever we need a toolbox and it, the toolbox has to be deep and wide all at the same time and thankfully we are in a world where you can access so many tools mostly free of charge right there's no cost to listen to a podcast to um, if you use your library, you can get books for free. You can get audiobooks for free. You can watch YouTube videos. There's so many resources that we can use to uh, nourish our bodies, uh, our mental well-being, our immune system, managing our stress. I did a, a, I've done a number of podcasts on how we have a stress response in place. How do we manage that stress? What do we do when we get into a stressful situation? And then I want to encourage all of us, and I say all of us because I'm including myself. If you haven't realized this yet, these podcasts really are just, they're just for me to talk my own thoughts out and you guys get to listen in because I'm learning and growing as well as we're doing this podcast together. And one of the things that I think we all need right now is space to heal. When we're under a tremendous amount of stress, a lot of things that we might not have healed from, traumas from the past, relationships that are broken, unforgiven people, anger towards others, uh, losses that we haven't given ourselves space to grieve. Those things become, they become like a panic alarm, right? So something that you never gave yourself space to heal from before, Now, because of the situation that we're in and our mental well-being is being attacked from so many different ways, those things now come up to the surface and they're like five alarm fire, you must take care of this right now. And that can shut us down or it can provide us an opportunity with resources, with help and support to move through them, you know, once and for all. And there are really so many ways that we can use to, for healing. For me, as you know, gratitude practices are a part of all of that. I've mentioned a few times I have a gratitude practice. uh, So at night, I have a gratitude practice where I write through things that I'm grateful for for the day and then a gratitude intention on what I'm creating in my life. My gratitude intention uh, definitely has been shifting over the last little while, and I'm working on that because I'm working on getting clarity on what I want. And until I know for sure what I want, the gratitude intention is kind of soft and smushy and it's not necessarily going to manifest. So I'm working on that. But in the morning I do a gratitude practice where um, I learned it through Melody Beattie. Uh, She wrote a book. It's like the 40 day miracle work, something like that. I apologize for not remembering the name, but Melody Beattie, wonderful writer about gratitude. And she talked about writing the things that aren't working and being grateful for them as well. So it's like this practice of writing down all the things that aren't working and in a grateful way, which is, it sounds so counterintuitive, but it is somewhat therapeutic. You write it down, you see it, and you can let it go. And I find that that's part of my healing as well. Um, I also like to do the Ho'oponopono meditation. So that's one of my um, strategies that I do. I like to do it, you know, when I'm standing on the beach, but that's not always the case. Um, so the Ho'oponopono uh, prayer or meditation is, um, the words are, I am sorry, forgive me, thank you, and I love you. I say, please forgive me, I guess. Please, I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you, and I love you. And what you do when you're saying this prayer is you imagine the person that you, you want to forgive. Um, and then you say this prayer, you know, to them in your mind, um, four or five times and you repeat it and you imagine different people. And I've done this in the past. And I think this healing forgiveness work is super critical right now. I think this healing forgiveness work could also be really helpful for us to work on some of the relationships that might be strained right now. Um, I know that some of my friends that I really care about and have really had great relationships with, the relationships aren't as strong right now because we have different views on things that are going on during the pandemic, and it's it's splitting you know us apart. And I, I don't think that that's what I that's not actually what I want. But it's this this prayer can be used to help to stay friends with someone um, and love them, even if they have different opinions than you about what's happening during the pandemic or from a political standpoint. So I'll leave it at that. But look it up, the Hoponopono prayer. It is really beautiful and it is a great strategy that I use. So a lot that I shared in this podcast for sure. And I want to remind you that we are made of magic and resilience. Every single one of us. Yes, you too. Me as well. We're going to get through this. We are. And I want to be here to help all of us get through it with our mental well-being stronger than ever, with Nourishing our immune systems and focusing on mental well being and making that a priority every day, giving ourselves the space to heal and remembering to be kind to one another and know that right now there isn't a single person walking around on this planet who isn't dealing with some kind of stress that we likely cannot see and we know nothing about. So as I wrap things up, I just would love for you to put your hands over your heart with me, unless you're driving your vehicle. Please don't. (laughs) Just imagine that your hands are over your heart, if that's the case, if you don't have hands free. Let's breathe together for a moment. I love you. I'm here for you. And we will get through this together. Thank you. Hey friend, thanks for listening right to the end of the podcast. Did you learn something new? Was there some gratitude tip that you'll be able to apply in your life? If there was... Or if you'd like to share this podcast with a friend, it would mean so much if you took the time to maybe share the link on social media or send it to a friend in a text message or even post to your stories and tag me in it. You can easily find me on social media. My tags are at wake up with gratitude photo, both on Instagram and Facebook. And everywhere else I can be found with my name, which is Julie C-M B-O-Y-E-R. So that's Julie C-M Boye on all other social media. I love getting to know the people that are listening to my podcast. I love hearing from you and let me know which episodes have made a difference in your life. Thanks for listening in. I appreciate every single minute that we share together on the podcast.